0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor.
1: The doctor is in the house.
2: The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to 1. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call in to the show today and talk with hosts Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Hey,
3: hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum on KPRZ, twelve ten a.m. KPRZ. My name is Rick Hill, and along with Dr. Jurgen Winkler, I'll be your host for the next sixty minutes as we talk about all things relating to improving health, your health, naturally, organically, using the best of science and nutrition. You know, it was nearly forty-two years ago, uh, Dr. Jurgen Winkler. <laughs> from Carlsbad, uh, that I was in, uh, I was at the Mayo Clinic, today's the 17th, I was still there. And I just had um, the last of a, 10 hours of surgery. And they came in and said 10 treatments of actinomycin D starting Monday. And I got a hold of the chemotherapist privately, quietly, and said, Have you ever given anybody this chemotherapy that actually lived to tell about it? And he looked at me, lowered his eyes, you know, kind of looked at his shoes, and he said, I'd have to look at the records. (laughs) I said, Well, I'm thinking about going to Mexico. He said, Well, it is warm in Tijuana, meaning we can't help you. They're not going to help you. So it was uh, 41 years ago that uh, uh, I ventured out of the Mayo Clinic into the world that you live in, tw- probably 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're talking to Dr. Jurgen Winkler, who is a medical director at the Quantum Functional Medicine Center in Carlsbad, California. He's a popular speaker at health conventions world over. He's the author of chapter five in the Defeat Cancer book, and he's been regularly featured in the Townsend Newsletter. In 1988, he was awarded the Doctor of Medicine degree from the University of Maryland, and he is a board-certified doctor in holistic and integrative medicine, as well as being an MD. Our listeners can talk live with Dr. Winkler today. Don't be shy. Uh, He's not going to ask you any questions that you can't answer. If you want, you can use a fake name (laughs) if you think... (laughs) Friends might be listening to the show, and you can ask Dr. Winkler about anything. It doesn't have to be cancer-related, although a lot of our uh, conversations will be centered around cancer, but if you call 866-577-2473, you can ask Dr. Winkler anything uh, that relates to your health, and he'll do his very best on the show to give you some insights. But this month, uh, our subject is cancer, how to avoid it, uh, which will be most of today, how to treat it, which will probably begin next week, and how, and this one is the most important, I think you'd agree, how to keep it from coming back. Exactly. Because when it comes back, it comes back like a lion.
4: Exactly. It's like once you get a lion out out of the house and you leave a crack in the door and it comes in again, it's quite angry. So it's quite a big issue to get rid of it the second time around. So secondary prevention is uh, one of the issues we could talk about a little bit today. Um, <clears throat> toxins is one of the really big things that we need to look at. And um, when you think about what we've been exposed to, uh, if you just think back in the 20th century, we've had over 100,000 different new chemicals introduced in the environment. And when you think that those things have really not been tested as to what, how the body responds to those things and what effect they have on the body, and every lecture I go to, I'm in a lecture uh, this weekend in uh, Coronado, the Heal Thy Practice seminar. Again, talking about what phthalates do. What are phthalates? Phthalates are ingredients that you get out of your makeup, lotions. They're hormone disruptors. Uh, bisphenol, a, bisphenol A, which comes from uh, plastics, and you're eating, and, or let's say, for example, you go and get yourself a coffee, and you put a nice little soft plastic lid on there, and you start drinking that. <laughs> Well, that's loaded with bisphenol A. That's what <laughs> makes that plastic soft. So I see that constantly in, in children when they're little babies. are drinking those little sippy cups, right? and they're chewing on that, yeah, on that plastic. I can't imagine what they're getting in there. So those also can affect hormones and other metabolic pathways in the body. So we talk about uh, persistent organic phosphates, right? Those are um, organic or persistent organic pollutants. So those are things that are a lot of times developed from the oil industry, petrochemicals. And those we see over and over again, what they can do to disrupt the body. There's several labs that we use. The Genova has a tox screen, Genova Lab, and you can look at the, them online at gdx.net. There's also Great Plains Laboratory, and we've been looking at what the results of that and what people actually have in their bodies. And there's actually a marker the, of mitochondrial dysfunction that you can actually get that value On the test result to see how much damage is occurring to the powerhouse of my cells we have hundreds of thousands of these little mitochondria inside our cells and if they get damaged they're not making the energy if they're making the energy properly then they're leaning in that direction towards cancer cells so getting to know how much of that's in your body what you've been exposed to and what you continuously expose yourself to the comment made by one of the lecturers today we have to detox every day whether you're drinking chlorophyll water, spirulina, whether you're doing some kind of a detox powder. Um, a very common detox to get rid of a lot of these chemicals is glycine. So, if you have a sweet tooth and you're trying to uh, get off of sugar, glycine is an amino acid. It's cheap, it's a white powder, mixes really well with um, coffee. Uh, you can make yourself a cocoa. Uh, you can use like a hot, you know, pure cocoa powder, mix it with glycine as a sweetener, maybe a little bit of stevia in it as well. So they're ways to detox and also get some good tasting things in your system. So, so
3: what I saw you drinking something this morning yep. before we started our show. If you want to tell the listeners what well, it was, I didn't ask you. Yeah, that was an
4: inflammatory-based uh detox powder. Makes you it so, makes you uh, an, well basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to support there's two there's two forms of detoxification in the body, Rachi, if you think really three. One is The chemicals that you have, your body has to process it, and it turns it into something that becomes more toxic to the body. And then phase two, detoxification has to take it and it has to get rid of it. And then once it does that, it has to clear the body. That's phase three. So how do you get it to clear the body? That's where your colonics, your your enemas, your, um, you know, taking in a lot of fluids and washing the kidneys and doing different things to get the body to clear these toxins out. So... When you think about all those different things you're exposed to, you really have to make sure those pathways are working. So, you know, looking at what people have, you have to really clean up the gut. And that's your stomach, your small intestines. A lot of additional toxins are even released from the bad bacteria. And we talked about candida yeast that's in your gut. You can actually um, screw up your own metabolism and your own brain chemistry with much candida so if you're taking in sugar and you've been on a lot of antibiotics you're, you're feeding this candida this yeast in your body that's making toxins that causes more inflammation in the body more stress upon the gastrointestinal tract more more of a dysfunctional gut which causes more leaky guts in other words large food particles are absorbed triggers the immune system you get a whole cascade of, of events that are occurring and the contributing thing that we're trying to focus on today is a little bit more about the toxins so if you, again with the chemical environment the chemicals in our in our environment And also heavy metals. We get exposed to that. And um, one of the things we're we're seeing now is people are are still believing that wild Alaskan salmon was supposed to be, you know, mercury-free. We talk about, you know, tuna and salmon and a fish having um, metals in it. And those metals are mercury. Mercury is a big disruptor of the immune system and of a lot of other functions in the body. So we're seeing actually uh, cesium. We're doing on heavy metal testing, we're seeing cesium. And where's that cesium coming from? The only answer I have is Fukushima. They have a radioactive cesium that got in the water, and that water is contaminating the fish. So. Yeah, to the degree uh, in the airborne
3: as well. Well, they, uh, there's, a, there's an actual website that shows you uh, the amount of um, uh, radioactivity that's in the air, and metal fatigue on the airplanes is becoming a, an, an increasing problem. Uh, for the uh, airline industry because of Fukushima.
4: No kidding. So you're saying the radioactivity out of that is weakening weakening the metals in the, the planes. Exactly. Wow, that's a problem. Yeah, you can Google that and,
3: and read about it. But that's, I mean, that's amazing when you think about it. And we're walking along, breathing it in. You know, it's already gotten to our coast. Well, it
4: settles on our environment, correct? <laughs> Particularly more north of us.
3: Yep. That's exactly right. You know, I was I was uh, surfing this week, and I found out. That uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, the one that's running for president, Mm -hmm. uh, while he and I don't fit into the same philosophical camp, uh, I pulled this out. It said, uh, Bernie Sanders praised holistic and alternative health care Monday as he introduced to the Veterans Health Administration uh, to doctors in Burlington that believe in Chinese medicine. uh, And uh, here's what he says. You go to facilities whether it's in White River Junction or facilities around the country. And now, as an essential part of their overall health care delivery, you have yoga, you have meditation, you have a strong emphasis on disease prevention and nutrition. You have a whole lot of therapies, which 30 or 40 years ago would have been considered very, very radical. So here's a guy that's running for the highest office in the land, and Donald Trump has come out against giving 60 of the vaccines uh, in one visit from the doctor are you finding you're on the subject of heavy metals are you finding
4: vaccines or i don't want to get you killed
3: <laughs> you gotta watch is. what i say here
4: right, yeah, right. <laughs> well you know the one of the uh, preservatives is, is thio and i think they've taken that out of some of the new vaccines so that's a mercury-based uh, for a preservative that you find in vaccines but should know, we testing for these things and also dental amalgams we should talking about what we're putting in our mouth, these silver amalgams. I mean, every time you chew, you've got two problems. One is you have conductivity. You're in a moist environment with metals clanking in your mouth. And then you've got a leaching of the metals out of the amalgams. You know, the amalgams do wear down over time. Well, where is that all going? And you can see, dentists will tell you, they see little stains in the gums of those metals. So they're getting in your system. So testing for these things is really crucial. And again, we use uh, different labs and different ways of getting that out of the body. Uh, chelating agents, uh, we use EDTA. And when you think of a chelating agent, that's a binding agent, it's so a grabber. And that pulls the metals out of the tissue and it uh, delivers it to the urine. And we co- and it's collected in the urine and then tested for
3: Well, one of the things that becomes very important to prospective patients is how do you pay right. for alternative medicine? Because a lot of the things that alternative and integrative doctors uh, do not have is coverage for those things because the insurance companies are big pharma. And if you haven't spent a billion dollars to get something patented and, and approved, uh, so high-dose vitamin C, for example, glutathione, for example, a lot of things that most alternative physicians use are not really covered. Uh, and so the patients need to come out of pocket for those and I, I can tell you if I take 10 calls in a day, two of the 10 will be willing to pay for it. And the other eight want to do it, but can't figure out yet how to pay for it. It's about 20%. So that's really sad when you think that there's mm-hmm. 80% of the people who'd love to use your services say, I can't do that because I haven't figured out how to pay for it yet. Well, let me give our listeners a couple of ideas. Uh, We have one sponsor called the Credit Life Company, that if you have life insurance, uh, even term insurance, this company will loan you money based on the death benefit of that policy. And so we'd like to hear from them at this time and to give you their concept. We'll be right back.
2: The National Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jürgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
2: You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473.
3: We're back. Welcome back. My name is Rick Hill and along with Dr. Jurgen Winkler will be your host for the next about 45 minutes. If you'd like to speak to Dr. Winkler and ask him questions... We would invite you to call in this morning at 866-577-2473, especially if you've been diagnosed with something and you just wanted that second opinion. You just wanted to hear somebody else's take on what you're facing. I will never forget how I felt the day a Mayo Clinic physician told me that I had stage three high grade embryonal cell carcinoma. I was 24 years old and had no clue what to do. And so I did what everyone does. I just went with the family doctor, and 10 hours of surgery later at the Mayo Clinic, and I don't want to go into all that happened while I was there, but uh, I could see that the end was looming on the horizon, that I was going to be one of those guys with a short life rather than a long, productive life. Uh, And then I got a letter in the mail, And this guy said, if you want to live, you're going to have to go somewhere else. And today, I could have stayed in the United States. (laughs) Back then, I could not have. Because the few that were alternative doctors back then were all drummed out of the United States. Practices closed. Equipment confiscated. All files gotten. Uh, Their lives were made really miserable. And then people like Andrew McNaughton. And um, uh, the guy from um, uh, Chicago at the University, Loyola, Harold Manners, Mm. uh, they began to break down those walls and say, look, there is evidence here. There is a reason doctors need to be doing this and not just prescribing very toxic drugs and pave the way for you and pave the way for me as a patient to get well and pave the way for you to practice responsible medicine.
4: Well, we're definitely seeing a wave of that right now. We're seeing more and more physicians taking an interest in this, and a lot of that's driven by their patients. Like patients say, look, I want bioidentical hormones. I don't want to take these synthetic hormones. So they're driven to courses like uh, A4M. They're driven to some of the courses I take, uh, the American College of Advancement of Medicine. We've seen in our own organization, we used to have uh, 20, 30 doctors in a room. Now the rooms are filled up. Two to 300 doctors are interested in learning, and the organization continues to grow. So the interest is there, and there is a strong movement in that direction. So I'm wondering about the
3: environment. Let's talk about some of the environmental things that our listeners can do to avoid cancer. Um, when my son, Rick, was in college, one of the little homes that they rented and five or six guys pile in, you know, mm. and they uh, live together for you know to be able to save money, it was right across the street from one of these huge uh, places with power lines, like yeah. eight to 10 of these tall. And then the wires running out in every direction from there. And I made the comment, I said, you know, you're, we'll be able to find you late at night
4: yeah. because Here's you'll your be hair stand on <laughs> end? Yeah.
3: Uh Do you have any input on that?
4: Well, think about that. What you're exposed to in your own home, uh, microwave internet, you get uh, exposure to a number of different things. You're, sometimes a TV, wherever, whatever is, is releasing some form of, of electromagnetic energy. And, that, and not any of that is good for the body. Uh, in fact, if you actually listen to the sound of your cell phone, it's it's worse than that sound coming from um, a telephone call to a fax machine. You ever hear that squeaky loud yes. sound? Multiply that by 10 at a higher frequency, and that's what your brain perceives off of a cell phone every time you make a call. I mean, we can't hear it, but you are you can't can, hear it. It's beyond our sound waves. It's beyond what, what the ear can pick up. But the brain still knows that there's some type of a sound going, and they're very disruptive sounds to the brain. So you have to actually realize that keeping your cell phone at the side of your head for too long, even um, keep it in your lap. I mean, you got to figure this energy, disruptive energy to the body. When we muscle test, we can actually have you make a phone call on your cell phone, and you're gonna go, your muscle testing will actually be weaker when you have the cell phone on. Your body knows there's just something not right with that energy
3: well even the liberal show 60 minutes um you know had that thing where they they had a farm located near one of these lots with all the power lines and the cows were delivering babies with two heads and you know on and on and on uh i think we have a call today and uh, betty are you there
5: I am here. Uh, good, good afternoon, uh, Doc and, and um I I called in last week. I, I spoke with uh, I I've been a patient of Doctor Winkler's for about five years. Yeah. And um I was I uh, was a caregiver for my partner who um uh, Doctor Winkler helped recover from cancer. And um well, he was the major contributor, the quarterback, if you will, for our team. I just wanted to publicly thank you, Doc, um, for saving my life. And um, that makes it because it, I
1: think...
5: <laughs> what?
3: I said that makes it all that worthwhile. It worth it. He, you can't see him, Betty, but the minute you said that, he got this huge <laughs> Cheshire cat grin yeah. out oh, of his good. face. Probably yeah. blushing, too, but, you know... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
5: <laughs> oh no, that 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 makes me very happy. the The first week, two weeks ago, uh, of your show, the woman called in and she had some. Uh, she was looking at a dental surgery for infection in her jaw, and that's what I had. Um, in the late '60s and early '70s, they uh, it was standard of care. It was you know I had a good dentist. He was conscientious, but what they used uh, encouraged. Uh, what they call dry socket or bone infection, as opposed to discouraging it. So uh, Dr. Winkler saw me through several surgeries to clean that infection out. And the last one was, turns out, the worst one. Um, And uh, by the time I saw doc in February, my white blood count was down to two. And it's like I could see all the red flags just throwing up on the field everywhere. And he just went, okay, we're doing this and we're doing that and we're doing this. And he went into save my life mode and got me on the right supplements. Uh, it was all vitamin-based and um, uh, we just got the results back. I, I did get the surgery to clean out my jaw. We have more work to do in certain areas, some other bugs, but... Um, Uh, this week I spoke with him and my white blood count is now up to 4.5 so without Dr. Winkler's help and his knowledge of how to boost the immune system uh, and running the proper tests I would probably certainly have contracted something much worse like cancer.
4: But if I recall we had uh, looked at organic acids testing which tells us that you know with the types of infections that you're carrying the type yes. of things that are occurring with energy production in the body that w- that gets disrupted, and even some of the brain chemistry stuff that was even uh, you know accounting for some of your moods, so yes. just changes in your mood, changes in your overall feelings. Um, so that being corrected, that's where we saw the immune system re- revitalizing. Right, we're starting to mm-hmm. see that. We're starting to see the gut cleaning out a bit. So yes. You know, you still have that potential for flare-ups, but I think if you sort of realize, A, getting rid of the toxins, getting the gut cleaned up, supporting the liver, so it can detoxify. Mm-hmm. And the other issue I think that we need to bring up is biofilm. In your yes. situation, I think you probably have had that many years of chronic infection. It's kind of like mm-hmm. leaving uh, vegetables in the refrigerator too long. You take them out, and there's a slime layer on it. Well,
5: that, oh, yeah.
4: that's a biofilm, and that biofilm exists in your gut, exists, can exist inside your body, and even inside the blood vessels that are causing the um, yeah. you know, the ongoing protection of these infections from you yeah. trying to get them cleared out. So doing the gut cleanse, getting the biofilm out, and then getting the heavy metals out. So there's there's work ahead. You know, people didn't get to this point in their health uh, overnight, so it takes uh, quite a bit of uh, time, months exactly. to get rid of these
5: things. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, as a side note, you mentioned Candida earlier in this show, and um, I just started taking the Nysatin tablets that okay. you prescribed for me this yep. week, and I immediately started sleeping better.
4: Oh, amazing.
5: Yeah, it, it is amazing, so thanks, well, Doc.
3: Uh, let me ask Dr. Winkler, while I've got you on the line here, Betty, it, how can that dental thing transfer into a life-threatening situation? In other words, maybe people, I think most people go, oh, yeah, well, that's dental. I mean, <laughs> you know, we can, we can just skip that, or it's just not that important, and yet you're here to mm-hmm. say that it is that important.
4: Well, Betty, you've got some infections, correct, in your jaw and those yes, flare up it, periodically, correct?
5: Yes. I uh, Three of the four jaw bones uh, locations have been cleaned out. The fourth one was cleaned out once but because I'm continuing to have symptoms in that area, I have a recheck appointment with the oral surgeon who's very conscientious and very good. Um, uh, he's in Santa Rosa but he he gets jaw infection. I, I went to new, several oral surgeons and dentists prior to um, going to see this man. And um, uh, they all just went, well, that's, the body will take care of that. No, it won't. No, it won't. And uh, it, necrotic bone is a serious medical condition, and it doesn't go away on its own. And uh, am I allowed to say that doctor's name? Well, yeah, that
4: but, uh, just but just to, just to add to that, Betty, is that these infections get into the bone, and bone is just not a well-blood-perfused
5: uh, yeah. tissue.
4: So it's very difficult for the immune system to get at these areas. And, and they can also yes. protect themselves in, in sitting mm-hmm. in the bone. Yeah. And when they do that, they just release toxins. And those yep. things cause yep. the lymph nodes to react. They cause the immune system to become weakened. And you start go down, you know, it's sort of like a slippery slope kind of effect where then more and more systemic issues begin to develop. And we, we see it, you know. There's, yeah. a, there's always an association with chronic health conditions with usually some dental problem in the mouth, whether it's a yep. you know, yep. a root canal the, or wisdom tooth extraction that left an infection.
5: That's, yes, exactly. And uh, the, um, I had a root canal, and I went back to the doctor. It had hurt for a year. And I, I went back to the endodontist, and he took an x-ray. said, oh, no, it's fine. Sometimes it just takes time. Some, I think he gave me a prescription for an antibiotic, and the pain went away. And a dentist said, well, we don't know why the pain goes away when you take an antibiotic. And I looked at this man, and I thought, are you that stupid that you don't <laughs> understand that if you reduce infection, the pain goes away? Forgive me. <laughs> and fatigue uh, gets I, better.
4: Well, fatigue gets better, too, if you start taking care of the infection.
5: Yeah, exactly. The last uh, oral surgery, uh, they could actually see the infection being picked up by... Um, the blood vessels and carried through my body because yeah. it, this particular thing, whether it's the oil, it was keratocytol was the name of it, where it's whether it had a green color or the infection turned it green. Uh, when they get in and look at it, it's it's green. So uh, I can give you the name of the doctor in Santa Rosa, California, that uh, is a genius with um, identifying this stuff.
4: Betty, did turn What we commonly recommend is people to get three three dimensional or 3D imaging studies exactly. done of the mouth because the routine, yes. you know, x rays and panograms that they do, they're not going to show those types of infections. No. So you have to get more it, detailed testing, correct? And mm-hmm. that you did that it, as well.
5: Yes, correct. That's called an ICAT, I C A T, and it's basically a CT of the jaw. Um, but it's done in the dentist's office, so uh, it gives them a, a much better image for the, the surgeon to work from. But even with that, I, I went to some guy in uh, where was that? Lake Elsinore who boasted that he was the world's expert on jaw infections, and he had me take go to uh, the hospital and, and be injected with a radioactive thing, and then I had to go there two days in a row for a scan, and they said, oh, no, and he came back. He said, oh, no, you have no infection. And I thought, wow, that's weird. And I went to this doctor. He goes, yeah, there's the infection. It's right there. Hmm. So you, you really have to be persistent in pursuing your own care. And you have to follow your intuition. And if you're very, very lucky, you've got someone as intelligent as you, Doc, start, start blushing again, that <laughs> can guide you uh, and, and support you in your quest to find the, the source of you know, what's pulling your immune system down. Um, so Betty, I'm, I'm thank fortunate. you so much for
4: the kudos and for the call as well. We appreciate it and look forward to talking well, to you again real soon here.
5: Yes, it will be soon. I just did some blood work Friday. Uh, so I'll, I'll be, call be calling you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All righty. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, okay. Betty. Well, that was Betty. We appreciate her calling in. If you'd like to talk with Dr. Jurgen after our break, you can call us at eight six six five seven seven two four. 7-3. We'll be right back.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly and treat yourself to three 60-minute float sessions at Float Spa San Diego for just $65. This is a $225 value that's over 60% off. Go to CrazyPriceMaw.com for this great deal. A healthy body starts with a healthy mind. It's the Crazy Price Mall Treat Yourself Special. We only have limited certificates available. This deal will be going fast. At CrazyPriceMaw.com. Shop easy, smart, and local. It's CrazyPriceMaw.com. <laughs> You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866 577
3: 2473 We're back. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rick Hill. Along with Dr. Jurgen Winkler, we'll be your host for about the next 30 minutes now. And we're we would like to talk about alkalinity. That's a subject that um, is I think tossed around a lot without a lot of people understanding what it is and how it works uh, I, I know I've had a chance over the years to constantly work with better waters. When I was first diagnosed with cancer, we had to buy one of these distillers, which literally is the size of a small Chevy. I mean it the thing probably weighed eighty pounds. Mm. And you had to descale it about every half hour, and you know took about what three hours to make a half a gallon of water, and it was laborious. But we did it for years and years and years and years until our our old water came in. But then a lot of people don't really like that, and uh, now we've got uh, alkaline water, which we've been using for a long time, and now hydrogen water is all the rage, where people are wanting more information on hydrogen. Uh, so I'd like to back it up. By the way, um, I I did chat with a guy on the phone. I think he called in last week, Joe Bocutti. And uh, Joe owns a company called TyentUSA.com. That's Tyent, T-Y-E-N-T. And he is a viable alternative for those who have uh, been approached by people with uh, alkaline units that cost four to five thousand dollars each. Uh, Joe can get you up and running for much, much, much less than that. And you can be enjoying 8.5, 9.5 water uh, even as early as uh, next week. So, Tyant USA is a friend of our show, and we appreciate what they've done. Alkalinity in general, let's back the camera up a little bit and see the forest. Why is that important?
4: Well, in chronic disease, you're going to see the body become acidic. And, and what does that really mean? Well, We have to think about the acidity in certain compartments of the body. The urine is, is something you can measure. Yeah, the saliva you can measure for your pH. And, and of course, pH is a, is a measurement of the hydrogen ion concentration. So hydrogen ion, the smallest molecule, um, is what we're measuring. And so it's an inverse uh, ratio, an inverse log on that um, on the hydrogen ion concentrations. In other words, the lower the number, the more hydrogen ion. The higher the number, the less hydrogen ion concentration. So for example, a pH of 7.4 is about where the body is normal. A pH of 6 would be almost, would be acidic, and a pH of 8 would be alkaline. All right, so this one explains a little bit the background behind that. In chronic illness, the body will make extra hydrogen ion, but it has to get rid of it. And when the system becomes overloaded, the tissue has to absorb that. Normally, it goes from the tissue into the bloodstream. The bloodstream then puts it through the kidney, and it gets washed out. But if we get to the point where we're taking in, uh, let's say, just foods aren't healthy, we're living a stressful life, we're drinking a lot of uh, alcohol, or whatever we're doing in our system, that's stressing our system, we're going to get more acidity. That acidity eventually gets stored in the cells. And the crucial point is when it's stored in the cells and you get intracellular acidity, your body has to balance this positive-negative charge that it, ma- that it tries to maintain. So it's going to push potassium and magnesium out of the cells into the bloodstream. And the bloodstream has to maintain its balance of minerals, so it pushes it to the kidney, and the kidney washes it out. So the interesting thing that we find is when people start drinking alkaline water, they make several mistakes. They drink a lot of alkaline water, not realizing they have to replenish those minerals, potassium magnesium, because as you shift and draw the hydrogen back out of the cell, potassium-magnesium goes back in to keep that, that charge balanced. So getting patients to, to realize when you're doing that, you could wind up with cramps, you could wind up with other types of problems. We've seen potassium levels quite low. So we put, them, we put most patients on a potassium-magnesium citrate, and one of the easiest things to know about citrate, citric or citric acid, comes from lemons, limes. Right. So this comes from those types of, of uh, citrus fruit. And you can simply take a squeeze of lemon, fresh lemon in the morning and water, drink that, and you're alkalinizing. Mm. Fresh fruits and vegetables will alkalize your body. And if you want to add more, you have to replenish those minerals. So potassium, magnesium is really crucial. So that's one of the things you gotta do. The second thing is, is you can't take alkaline water with food. Right? Your the stomach's job is to acidify and digest the food, particularly proteins, with acid. So if you're having stomach acid that's supposed to do the digesting and you're throwing alkaline water in there, you've neutralized the acidity. Okay, what if you
3: drink your water and you put lemon or lime or orange in that water? You do that at least 15 minutes before you eat. Okay. Not with the food. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I've been using, I figured as long as I put that
4: fresh fruit in the water, that I'd be good to go. Yeah, but you want to do it away from food, and it helps to take extra as we age, to take extra hydrochloric acid anyway. You looked at me when when you said as we age. I was really thinking, I was looking in the mirror here. Oh, yeah, right. All right. So um, taking, there's a book out there, um, I don't remember the author, it's called Alkalinize or Die. Alkalize or Die, right. Yeah, and that guy's one of the points he makes is you have to acidify the stomach. As you acidify the stomach, the pancreas will make more bicarb. Well, bicarbonate is alkalinity. So, when you're doing that, you're actually turning on your own body systems to function properly. So, if you're taking the alkaline water, you're throwing that system
3: off. And how many of our listeners are drinking Coca Cola? And I don't mean a little bit. I'm, I'm not picking on Coke. I should say Cola, uh, you know, all of those. But uh, I actually knew a guy that was in the health business. I know this. Is, you're going to turn over in your grave on this one, but he would have in the back seat of his car a case. Of diet cola mm. in cans, aluminum cans. <laughs> Lovely. And he picked me up at the airport one time, and from the airport to his home, which I'm guessing was 30 miles, maybe 40, he drank three Cokes. Jeez. And and we got there and I said, You know, I I, I don't know you very well. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you as a human, but you're killing yourself. <laughs> And he said, "What? what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did
4: I do? Yeah,
3: And he drank one case a day, oh gosh, of carbonated sugar, you know, six or eight tablespoons of sugar, but all that acidity leaching out your bones of calcium, too. and he did it every yeah. day for like ten years. I could never figure out how this guy stayed alive. Imagine the amount of of uh, acid, yeah. So what do you tell your patients to do instead? I mean, no one, it's hard to get people
4: to drink water because it's boring. Right. Well, you can make it, you know, flavor it. Um, That's where the lemon comes in a little bit, but you certainly don't want to add any sugar to it. So if you have to have something in there, use the stevia or use the glycine I mentioned earlier to sort of add a little bit of flavor to it. But if it's alkaline water you're going to drink, you want to drink that between meals. At least wait an hour or two after you're done eating before you're drinking alkaline water. And the way to check the pH of the body, um, some people like to do it through saliva. I think that changes very quickly. If you do the, if you check it in your urine, you get kind of a conglomeration of what's happened in the last several hours. Uh, the body has some natural tendencies. It's going to be more alkaline around two in the afternoon. It's been most acidic around two at, at night. So if you're checking your your urine first thing in the morning and it's acidic, that gives you an idea what the low point is in your, in your metabolism.
3: And, you know, we used to, in that business, we used to, you can take a peppermint and put it in your mouth and it'll change it or dramatically. Change Correct. And so there's, you know, there's games that people use to smoke and mirrors, adjust yeah. their pH really quickly. Alka-Seltzer will adjust your pH very quickly.
4: Yeah, well it's bicarbonate. You know, Alka-Seltzer is kind of interesting. We've used that and it works really well to block a reaction. If you ever eat something, that you're um, intolerant of, let's say you're gluten sensitive, and you go out and you say, "Oh Jesus, they got gluten in the sauce or something that I ate at a restaurant." Uh, I carry an Alka Seltzer with me because it blocks the reaction immediately. I did balance, that. yeah. So although yeah, the reaction causes you to become acidic, the Alka Seltzer makes you alkaline, and that and that sodium potassium balance that's in the Alka Seltzer, and I use of course the aspirin free Alka Seltzer Gold. That particular ratio will ch- somehow change the reaction in the body. And it works. And I've seen it work multiple times before. It's interesting.
3: So explain to me acid alkaline. Because a lot of people think that a, an orange would be acidic.
4: But after it burns in the body, isn't it more of an alkaline? It's because of this. Well, c- citric acid, if you actually think of it chemically, it's uh, three bicarbonate molecules bound together. So when you break up that citric molecule, you're actually adding more bicarb to the system. Does that make sense? So bicarbonate is the alkaline, the alkaline causing.
3: So what are some of the other that. things our listeners can do to enhance alkalinity other than we've talked about water, we've talked a little bit about, how
4: about foods? like Well, fruits, well, healthy, organic, fruits and vegetables would be helpful. I would lean more towards the vegetables. Um, you know, I actually wind up with a lot of a lot of supplements. It's just easier sometimes, and it works a little bit faster. There's a product called alkaline that we use. There's um, some concentrated uh, waters called Phenomenon Water, pH Phenomenon. It's uh, water. You take a cap, and you just mix it in your in your regular water, and then you drink it. Uh, there's cesium salts. I think if you do that, you have to again monitor your potassium. So there's a number of different ways, and then of course these alkaline water machines. Carlsbad, um, the natural water springs, is an alkaline water.
3: For those of our listeners that would like to call Dr. Winkler's office, speaking of Carlsbad, California, Mm -hmm. uh, that number is 760 585 4616. Let me give you that one more time. In Carlsbad, Dr. Winkler's office is 760 585 4616, and you can find him on the World Wide Web at qfmed.com. That's q f like frank m like mary e d like dog qfmed.com so what else what else can we do i, I would love to have everyone never to go through what i went through
4: <laughs> that was just that was way too much <laughs> well you know one of the things that really helps to do is have a good functional doctor that actually understands what these things are going, what's going on in the body What the biochemistry is, and also even the genetics that, uh, or the epigenetics, that's involved in health and the potential problems that can occur. So there's a lot of organizations out there to look at. There's um, AC, uh, well there's A4M, which is uh, the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. There's um, the American College of American College Advancement of Medicine. There's ICIM. There's a bunch of other organizations. I belong to the International Organization of uh, Integrative Cancer Physicians. And that's another another organization. A lot of osteopathic organizations will also look at this a little more. And also the Institute for Functional Medicine. That's where a lot of doctors are taking courses and learning how to implement this type of medicine in their day-to-day practices.
3: We're talking with Dr. Jürgen Winkler about how you can avoid cancer. And if there's any listeners out there who have, either conquered cancer, we'd like to hear from you as to how exactly you did that, especially if it involves alternative or integrative care and of concern to people. And I know I beat this drum a lot, but when you figure that of all my efforts at the cancer call center, uh, roughly 20 to 25% of the people ever raise the money in order to get alternative care because simply big pharma doesn't think these alternative and integrative methods work. They don't think they're important. They can't be patented. You can't patent vitamin C. Uh, You can't patent glutathione. You can't patent all of these other, you certainly can't patent an enema. So (laughs) there's just nothing there that they can make any money on. And so we talked to people about using um, GoFundMe. We had one, Patient one time raised $60,000 in a few weeks. Uh, her firefighter, firefighter father um, got all of his firefighting buddies to get onto the website and to donate money to her. And uh, churches, uh, the First Baptist Church of New Ulm, Minnesota uh, took up a collection to send me to Mexico years and years and years ago, mm. of which I'm eternally grateful. Uh, These were not rich people. These were people that just dug down deep to save my life. And so uh, it remains a problem today. And there are some places that will try and take insurance, but lots of times it just gets involved in so much red tape and it's never paid out. Uh, We have a sponsor called the Credit Life Company, and they will loan you money based on your life insurance. So we'd like to have you log on to the web, their website at creditlifecompany.com, and we'd like to hear from them at this time, so we'll be right back.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
2: listening to the functional health forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have
4: 866-577-2473
3: and we're back i'm talking with Dr. Jurgen Winkler if you'd like to talk with him that number is 1-866 Especially if you've been diagnosed with something and you just want to talk to another doctor, there is no copay. I don't know if I mentioned that, but if you call in the show today, there's no copay to talk to Dr. Winkler. He does have a practice in Carlsbad, California, and you can reach him at 760 585 4616. The word that's being bantered about on the Internet, uh, Google, on uh, Facebook, is inflammation. In other words, there are people who believe today that if you can lower inflammation, that you'll never get cancer. That it's it's almost the magic, the key that unlocks every door. What is your view on inflammation? Where does it come from? And how in the world can we avoid it without taking dangerous drugs?
4: Well, let's look at inflammation from sort of two perspectives. There's acute inflammation and chronic inflammation. So acute inflammation is, like, is when you sprain your ankle. It gets swollen. It gets really tender. It gets you know, enlarged, maybe some bruising. That's acute inflammation. So that's where you want to rest it. You want to keep it elevated. You know, we, people, of course, are using anti-inflammatories for that, which actually hinder the healing process. And then there's um, chronic inflammation, and that's that ongoing internal metabolic process that's occurring that could be due to chronic infection exposures, you know, from what we talked about gut issues earlier, from chronic toxins. It's this low-level inf- uh, inflammation. It's as if you're irritating your skin every single day. And every single day you wind up with some kind of an irritation, and it never really heals, and the next day you're irritated again. That's what's going on internally. So that's where you see you know, problems with Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer. Okay, all these types of chronic conditions are really late-stage manifestations of chronic inflammation. So A, measuring it, which marker is it? I found that, that patients have a number of different markers. We use uh, the CRP or C-reactive protein as a marker. We use the erythrocyte sedimentation rate or an ESR, uh, the highly sensitive CRP markers. There's ferritin is, a, is an indirect marker. I've even seen people that don't have any signs of inflammation, but their cholesterol's off. It's elevated. Go, ah, We start fixing the inflammation, fixing what's going on internally, the cholesterol begins to improve. So that's a a reaction to something going on in the body.
3: So inflammation would affect cholesterol? I, I thought you'd just quit eating butter. <laughs> <in your cholesterol. laughs> I, I don't understand the process of, of uh, you know trying to control cholesterol other than dietary.
4: Well, there's a, there's a couple of different things to do. I think if you start correcting what's going on in the body, you reduce inflammation and you reduce the amount of oxidative damage that's occurring, the liver will settle down. And it doesn't need to make these type of cholesterol that we particularly see. Uh, you know, the body also will, will react. If you ever see an elevated HDL, that's people always say, "Well, that's my good cholesterol, that's my protective cholesterol." Well, that's all fine if it's between sixty and eighty. Once it starts getting over eighty, it's actually telling you there's a possible autoimmune process that's going on. So, for example, we had a patient in her HDL cholesterol. She was told, "Oh, this is this." I was told my cholesterol is always great, and I looked at her HDL, and it was one hundred and ten. We got her on a gluten-free, dairy-free diet and cleaned that up. All right,
3: we've got Tom on the line, and his question is about water. Tom, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing good, thank you. you. Okay, yeah, um, I was listening to your show last week, and you were talking, you had mentioned hydrogen water, then had that guy with that company that you were talking about today. And so I decided, I don't know what you think of this, I decided to try one of those hydrogen water sticks. Which is a lot cheaper. A way to try something like that in that area, and uh, and then I heard you talking today about um, what you know times a day don't drink the alkaline water by meal. So tell me what you think of the hydrogen water stick, and then if you do think it's a reasonable thing to try, um, you know when should I drink that water?
3: Well, there's I I was in the water. I used to own a water store in Phoenix off the Bell Road for many years. And um, there's always a shortcut. You know, there's always a way. Like, for example, you can take, there's these little water bottles out there that have some calcium in the top. And when you dump the water through the top, it it pours through this calcium and down into uh, the water. And so if you stick a pH paper in there, you say, okay, this is alkaline water. And it is. But that would be very similar to um, Alka-Seltzer. It would be very similar to taking baking soda, just throwing it in a glass of water, mixing it up, and downing it, and those are all those are all le- legitimate under certain circumstances. Um, but what you want is something. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, you want something sustainable. You want something you can do every day, two or three times a day, to begin making. Uh, ultimate change. So, have you tried this hydrogen stick? Are you getting
1: results with it? I have not tried it. It has not arrived yet.
4: You know, we were looking uh, online for this thing because it's quite new to me to, about using the hydrogen stick. So, I'm not really sure what it's made of and what what type of hydrogen you're getting. The only two it's, forms. Uh, of-
1: it has. It's uh, you know, it's a little tube you put in the water. It's a uh, magnesium. And, and then you kind of shake it and then wait 15 minutes and then it sort of, I thought this thing was around a long time, like, you know, 20 years. Yeah, it's I a think, me- metallic
4: maybe. magnesium stick into the drinking water for the, to raise the hydrogen concentration. You know, I, actually the company that I was looking at before that, that sells hydrogen and sells the hydrogen water makers, they have a meter. And I'd be really curious to sort of look and mm-hmm. see what that would show because there's ways of measuring the hydrogen O-R-P? concentration.
1: Mm-hmm. This is that Dr. Hayashi. Yep, I think that's, that's the maybe, one that i uh, not. Yeah, well, this is the guy that that makes these sticks, um, and so uh, he sort of was a leader in this field, type of a thing. But again, I I don't know, so that's why I'm calling you guys.
4: <laughs> well, no, I appreciate the call. I just am not familiar with that particular form of, of hydrogen. I do see that there's a couple articles online uh, on that. Uh, there's an effectiveness hydrogen-rich water and antioxidant status. So. You know, one of the things I would do is like any other product is you look at before and afters. If I t- have somebody take a particular product, are we measuring? And we can measure very quickly in the urine what your sort of oxidative stress is. And then you would drink your water, drink your hydrogen, you know, this hydrogen stick water, and, and then check an hour, hour and a half later, check your urine again and see whether there's an actual difference.
1: I see what you're saying. All yeah. right.
4: Tom,
3: thank uh, you. Okay, We're well, out of time. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate that. Thanks you very uh, much. Right, you're welcome. bye save the date we're going to meet in el cajon on november 12th we're going to have a cancer survivors meetup log on to meetup.com and look at el cajon cancer survivors meetup so on behalf of dr jurgen winkler and carlsbad this is rick hill thanking you for listening
4: thank you for being and joining our show today
2: listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to 1 for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 a.m. KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.
0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center.